Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, helping you whip your business into shape. And y'all, I cannot even begin to tell you how excited I am that I have Tom Big Al Schreider on the show today. Oh my gosh. If you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I recommend his book, The Four Color Personalities for MLM. Um, and he has so many other books. He has over 50 books that he has written in the realm of network marketing and MLM. And he has over 50 years of experience. So you guys got to listen because he's been through everything and he is an expert at translating neuroscience into stuff we can actually use and make worth of and value in our business. So Tom, thank you for being on the show today. Well, thanks for inviting me and let's have fun learning some stuff that we don't know yet. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. So really quickly, how did you get into network marketing? What was What's your quick story? I uh, answered a little four-line classified ad that said uh, part-time business. And I was thinking, well, my wife said, you don't make enough money, so get a part-time job. And I thought, mm, part-time business sounds better. Let, let me try that. So I answered the ad, went to a three-hour presentation in the basement of a shopping center on the Saturday. And they talked about strange things falling out of their colon, jump up and down like those anti-government hippies. And... At the end of 30 minutes, I said uh, to the to the person there, I said, um, I listened to the whole thing because I couldn't leave. They had armed guards at the door. <laughs> and uh, I said, but, but it's not for me. Mm -hmm. So uh, the person said, are you the person that answered my ad? I said, yeah. Now, how did he know out of 150 people that I was the person that answered his ad? It turned out that I was the only guest. Oh. Everybody else is our distributors there. And uh, he said something in 30 seconds. And my no went to, so how do I join? Ooh. And that was my first lesson in neuroscience, and I flunked it. So <laughs> his 30 seconds was more powerful than the three-hour presentation with all the testimonials and facts and stuff. So what did I do when I get started? Three-hour presentations. Why not? Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> but that's how I started. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So in all of that and moving through your journey of network marketing, you start writing books to share with. Was that for the purpose of sharing with your team or was that for the purpose of getting the word out? I mean, how did that portion of, of your journey began? So I'm a 
when I started, I was a shy, nerdy, personality-free, charisma bypass, socially challenged engineer <laughs> that uh, should not have been let out in public. But because I was that personality, I, I kept track of what worked and what didn't work. And over a period of time, I started learning what works. And I said, well, if you could change a few words, it goes from here over to there. And I started building a huge group just by changing the words I said. Mm-hmm. And then the word got out and they said, well, share the words. And I'm thinking, well, I'm going to have to talk to people, like to a group and stuff like that. So yeah, it started by writing a book and uh, made it for my team and said anybody else in network marketing is free to use it. These are just suggestions. And I don't know, that's, that's how it all started. And over time, as I learned more, I just wrote down what worked for me in the book and uh, passed along, say anybody's free for it. Because what, what's nice is a, a book, you know, people don't have to spend a $500 course or anything, they, you know, for like five bucks on Amazon. Yeah. They, you know, donate $5 at the Amazon trust fund. <laughs> and they'll send you a book, you know. So we gave all the books to Amazon, so it's just easy for people to download and, and get to them. So that's how I ended up writing books. And people said, well, if you speak, we don't care how bad you speak or how bad you write. We just want to know the words you use. So that's all I've done. Oh, that is phenomenal. So in in all of this, how did you start learning about the neuroscience? What what attracted you to that part? Because well, I'm a nerd. I have no social life, plenty of time to to learn about <laughs> neuroscience. And what I learned is, uh, for everybody on this call here, the only thing between us and where we want to be is a bunch of stuff we don't know now. Mm. Because if we knew the stuff, we'd already be there. But we don't. So here is something just to consider. I'm not going to change how you think about this. Not, Not this fast, but here's something to consider. The only thing between us and where we want to be is some stuff we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. So uh, I said, well, okay. So let me learn some stuff I don't know yet. The only problem with that is as humans, we have big technical terms like cognitive dissidence. And oh, what it means is we don't like changing our mind. Yeah. So because we don't like to change our mind, because we don't like to say, uh, I want to change how I believe about things. Whatever we find something that's going to work, we're going to push it away. Mm. And we won't accept it. So that's what keeps us from going to the next step. So can I give a practical example? Yeah, please. Okay, so example, as salespeople, we know that, you know, you build rapport with people and you kind of break the ice and you uh, do a demo, you approve some testimonials, handle objections, you know, presentations, slides, whatever. And, you know, at the end, you ask for the close. And they're going to make a decision. And that is how we were taught how people make decisions. You do this stuff, and at the end, they make a decision. Now, unfortunately, we all believe this to the hilt. We've been taught this all our life, and it's just totally, totally wrong. Mm -hmm. Now, it's 100% wrong, but uh, we don't want to accept it. Because what happens in reality is people make decisions instantly before they even hear the name of the company or any information. Now, I don't expect anybody to believe it right now because it's going to take a lot of repetition before we get there. But people make decisions instantly. 
Now, if you ask people, how do people make up their minds? You know, all the amateurs, like when I started, we're going to say things, oh, uh, it depends on their why or lightning strikes from above or little voices talk in their ear or 16,000 reasons for 14,000 reasons against. None of this is true. This is not how humans make up their minds. And of course, we're in the decision business. So here what, what was embarrassing for me. If I were to go to a party, and as we all know, we're in the decision business. We get a yes decision. We're employed. After we get a no decision, uh, we're broke. Yeah. <laughs> so if I go to the party and say, so, Big Al, what do you do for a living? I say, well, you know, I'm in the decision business. And they say, well, so, Big Al, how do people make decisions? They're going to feel really sorry for me because they don't know how people make an actual decision. So when I mentioned that people make decisions on pre-existing programs inside of their mind before they even heard the first shred of information, people say, no, I don't want to change. I got this PowerPoint presentation. We had this great company video. We got these testimonials. I want to show them this and size my check. And I said, okay, let's just consider a couple things here. So, um, Let's try this. So uh, Jenny and I uh, do a, a meeting. At the end of the meeting, Jenny says to the, to the group while I'm standing there, uh, Big Al and I, at the end of the meeting, we're going to go to the ice cream parlor and get some ice cream. Who wants to come with us? Half the people raise their hand. And half the people don't. Half the people think, oh, no. Lactose intolerant. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, I have a babysitter I got to get home to. Or, you know, uh, I'm on a diet, you know, for whatever reason. But half the people... Made a decision, yes, I have to know. But how quick was that decision? Instantaneous. That decision was before I mentioned where we're going for ice cream, the, before the location, before I mentioned how many kilocalories are going to be in that ice cream, before I mentioned who's going to pay for the ice cream, is Jenny's going to pay for everybody or not for free? The final decision was made before any of this information happened. Mm. And people say, wait a minute, are you trying to tell me that when I'm talking to all these prospects and Zooms and stuff in the phone that they already made up their mind the first eh, 10 to, let's say, 15 seconds? And the answer is, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. But they say, no, no, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. So I say, well, let's just try this. I'm going to say this to you. Is it okay if I take your children skydiving with <laughs> No. How quick is that decision? For most of the moms, you're probably going to say, oh, no, you can't take my babies. I love them. And for some of the moms here, they might say, those brats that help push them out of the plane. But uh, <laughs> whatever the decision is, it happened instantly. Hmm. Before you even heard that I'm a certified skydiver, that I'm successful three out of four times, that you're only going to skydive one inch. Uh, yeah. Right. And you say, well, that's just, that's bad. I said, so get over it. You're going to have to change how you, if you want to do this business, you can't be doing it that way. And I said, I just can't accept it. So if I'm in a group, I just say this. Hey, let me just talk to the ladies for a second. Ladies, you know who you are. And all the ladies, said, yeah, we know who we are. And I says, ladies, let me ask you a question. Have you ever sometime in your lifetime met a young man, made up your mind about that young man, where that young man's going to fit in your life? and made that decision within the first 30 seconds of talking to that young man. Mm. I'll go, I said, man, is that fair? 
the men goes, no, that's not fair. They haven't heard our presentation yet. <laughs> but the women laugh, and I say to the women, hey, just turn to the man next to you and just look him in the eye and say, that's how it works. Yeah. And now it's getting kind of distasteful. And they said, well, uh, I said, I don't have all day here. So let's just give you one example. If I, if I cross the line, you can delete it out of the podcast here. Sure. But, go uh, for it. But you're a blue personality. You, you won't. So, I'll have fun. <laughs> uh, have fun. So I said, here's an example so we can remember, so we just don't have to go into the neuroscience right now. I could ask, how many people here listening have ever, ever entered a relationship or got married before you had all the information? Mm. And people say, you've gone too far in that one. All right, maybe. <laughs> Some people say, oh, twice, yeah. But, but the point is, the decision is made before the information. We don't like it. We absolutely hate it. We were going to resist it. We're going to fight against it. We're going to try to find examples to prove that our way of thinking is better. And this is only the first baby step between us and where we want to be. It's the first little block of information we don't know. And I tell people, the only thing between us and where we want to be is a bunch of stuff we don't know yet. Because if we knew it, we'd be there. All we have to do is start learning what we don't know and don't fight it so much. Oh, and if you want to see how we fight it, just look at this little, tiny, little, little piece of information that that's how people make decisions. And they say, well... I guess if I didn't find it, I'd probably start thinking, maybe I should change what I do in the first 10 seconds. Mm. I said, well, yeah, I think you're, you're starting to get it then. You're starting to say, well, so what you're saying is uh, it all happens in the first 10 or 15 seconds. I said, yeah. And it's hard to get over. And if you're hearing it for the first time here, you're probably thinking, no, no, no. That's okay. That's, it took me a long time to change too. But just look at the key studies. Look at reality. That's the way it works. So that would be a really long answer to a really short question. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. Because I definitely agree with you on on that piece because it it is the the initial things. People have already decided beforehand because their brains have been taking in information for decades. <laughs> and so <laughs> They think they know everything, and so they're making the brain is making the decision before they've even really truly thought about it. And the amount of resistance that people have to certain ideas before, you know, it's like, oh no, that actually that oh that does work, you know, um, which I, I I absolutely adore. Now, one, I would like to take your statement of that the only thing between us and where we are and where we want to be is things we don't know. Yeah. I would also stay not just what we know, but what we actually put into practice. <laughs> Cause it, it could help you. <laughs> just a little, you know, the, cause the, the, the knowing is knowing. And then the doing is what, you know, the last six, the last six letters in law of attraction is action. <laughs> so, <laughs> You got to take some action with it. So for the listener, for my badass crew right now, I would say the first step for them would be go check out some of your books. Get some more of this information that they can take action on, right? Yeah. If, uh, if you have a 
pretty good sense of humor, you'll enjoy the book, The Four Color Personalities for Network Marketing. That's, and after that, uh, you say, well, I, I just need something I can put to use right away. Well, uh, there's, there's a book called Icebreakers. You'll see it online. And you start there and say, wow, so that's why icebreakers work, because people are going to make their closing decision at the end of my first sentence. Just, oh, yeah, you got it. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. So that's perfect. When you can have the perfect icebreaker and understand how people show up in the world, their personalities. Oh, my gosh, y'all. That has changed everything for me when I have conversations with people. Because, frankly, of the two books that he just mentioned, they're the two books of his that I have that I've actually read. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I have a library, like, yay many books long, mm-hmm. right? that I'm still working my way through. So, Tom, this has been a great introductory bit of information for everybody because we don't want to push them too hard with too much information because you've got so much out there. And in fact, what we're going to do now is we're going to hop into another Zoom and we're going to do a a nice 20-minute training. And so the Badass Crew can find this training by going to Badass Direct Sales Moms and dad's group on Facebook to find the training from Tom Big Al Schreider. Um, We're going to go about 15, 20 minutes. So you guys are going to have a very specific thing you can do. He's going to teach you his favorite, most passionate thing that he, he knows works every time. And the way you get that training is get in the group. So look forward to seeing you all there. Tom, thank you so much for this information. And we will have links to your all of the books on Amazon. <laughs> I mean, maybe not all 50, but we'll we'll do like my top five favorite. How about that? <laughs> all right. And I'll see everybody inside the group and let's learn a, a little skill and move us forward. I love it. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the Dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.